If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Barbara Nice here, Barbara's in Strides at Nice in the Biscuit. Come back with me, kids, now. We're returning with our wonderful, wide-ranging podcast in which I, Barbara Nice, in Paul's shed with the help of Brum Radio and Podcast Studios. Studios. Thanks, Paul. Hello. Hello. Bring you me chatting, having a laugh with all kinds of different people. And starting off this new series, we think this is series catch four is the lovely Jack Goodall and the kind of wide-ranging topics me and Jack are talking about start with things like the creativity of being an only child, what's going on in Erdington and Prince's sorry financial state. What do you call it? A little place to be... Uh, a cocoon, a cocoon. No, a, not a retreat. Safe space. What's the proper safe word? Space. <laughs> safe space. Yeah. <laughs> Lock all the doors. A shelter from the from the rest yeah. of the world. It is a shelter. Yeah. <laughs> space. Although I say with all these storms, we've had the rain coming in, haven't we? When you hear it, it might be different, but you know, but we've had a lot of storms. That's Dennis is, because he's a good guy, and somebody says, if it was in France, of course, it would be called... Les Dennis. Hey. That's a very good joke. That's not my joke. But it's good, isn't it? And then somebody on Twitter's got, it's not actually technically correct because Les means more than one. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. Get on your nerves. <laughs> Le, Le Dennis. Les, yeah, Le, Le, Les Miserable. Denny, anyway. Exactly. Let's the kind of talk we're looking for. Don't waste it. Be, well, he's gold, Matt. He's gold dust. We're recording. Don't, oh. We are now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, listen, I hope you've caught all that. I don't know when Paul started recording. <laughs> Uh, when did when did was Goldust was happening then? Oh, I'm great. glad we've caught it. When did from what point did we start recording, Paul? Since you came in the room. <laughs> right, honestly. Yeah. Into the shed, Paul. Oh, get it right. When you were being nice about the uh, shed, I've got all that. For oh, I'm glad. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in Strides at Nice's in the Biscuit. Back with her podcast with Paul from Paul's Shed. Hello. Hiya. We've been away a bit, haven't we, love? It's been a long time, since uh, October, I think. Since October, that's right. But we are back. We're back with a vengeance and we've done the gags and all that. <laughs> and there's a nice lad sat with me in the shed and I'm very pleased to get him because you know how it works with me. I go out jigging or I'm on a bus or something like that and I get talking to somebody and I think, we click and I think, I like you, come on my podcast. And that this is exactly what happened with this lovely lad. It's Jack, is it good or good? Yeah, it's good, good old. old. Yeah, yeah there's no other no, no. way of saying it, is there, Jack? Yeah. And we met, and he came and did my Christmas jig. Yeah. And very good, you stepped in at the last minute, and he was absolutely pigging belting. And I was interested in him, and just thought, you lovely lad. So, Jack, tell people who might not know nothing about you who you are, what you do. Well, I'm a uh, performer, singer, songwriter person, uh, sing, play instruments, and 
make music, travel about. You do a lot of stuff, don't you? So, yeah. so you, he's a very, very busy lad, and he's a good working lad. And this morning, I didn't want to have to get out of bed, and I said to Jack, <laughs> are you good at going up in the morning? Straight away, he said he wasn't. And what was your answer? Why did, what's your tip, top tip for getting out of bed? Well, probably just imagine there's something that you want to do in the day, and you've got to get there eventually. So That's right. I suppose. And I think with Jack, you've got loads of nice things you want to do in the day. And they're like, because you are busy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I play with a, f uh, a bunch of other people as well and uh, we produce records and things, yeah. And have you been like that since you was a kid? As a kid, was you always doing stuff? So, I don't want me dinner, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah well, I'm an only child anyway, so I've got to amuse myself. No one else ah, to... I've talked to another... Might help, I don't know. I've talked to another only child recently and they said the same kind of thing that they thought. I'll tell you who it was. It was Steph McGovern. Do you know who Steph McGovern is? Nope. Sorry. It's a test. It's always a test here. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's, she's, on the, she's on ITV. She's going to have her own daytime television show. And she, a very, very good girl, done loads of stuff. She, champion, Irish dancer champion. Everything she does, she does really well. And I said to her, a bit like I've just said to you, have you always been like that? She said, I think it's because I was an only kid. Is it something you, you've got a theory about being an only child, having loads to do? Uh, <laughs> not until now. You can cut one now if you want, but uh, possibly. <laughs> I like this because new ideas are hatching in the shed. <laughs> you've never thought it's your creativity is something to do with being spending time on your own? I think if you're forced to, not forced, but if you're by yourself, yeah, you're more likely to. Yeah. You come up with your own ways of amusing yourself. I agree, because when I look back when I had chicken pox, that's when I learnt how to knit. <laughs> it's the same thing, yeah. isn't it? Isolation. Yeah, forced isolation. I don't isolation. want to be awful about this coronavirus, but there'll be a lot, I bet there's going to be a lot of poetry written and yeah. songs. Jack, I'm telling you. Do you think that's true? A lot of poetry and songs written. Yeah, well, you know, in the in Wuhan and on that boat. Yeah. I'm not being horrible about it, but I think it will create creativity. Yeah. Well, in China, their attitude to creativity is different anyway. Isn't it? Tell me about it. I knew you'd be good. Tell me about well, it. Well, apparently the the um, original of a piece of art is not judged as being any more important than a, a copy of it. Good. That's what I'd heard anyway, yeah. So they don't necessarily value it more or charge more. I think that's very interesting because what they're saying then, Jack, really, is it's the... <clears throat> It's how nice it looks to us. It's not whether it was the only one. Yeah, yeah. But then there's no imperative to make it in the first place, maybe. Why? Do we only make stuff for money? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. I know. Not, not I know. only for money. I not but only, it... but we should get paid. We should definitely Yeah, exactly. Get paid. So that no creates a bit of a problem. No forgery in China. They, they wouldn't call it forgery, exactly. I suppose. No, they? They just, no, they would just say, yeah, I've done this. It's copying, and that's good. Yeah, maybe. I like yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm all. It's like a communist thing, I suppose. Not suppose. A lot of tribute acts in China as well. I imagine. <laughs> only <laughs> tribute. <laughs> only. There are, all, actually. all originals. I well, I think they are. Well, there's a couple of Barbara Nice tribute acts in China. Is there? And I, I think it's good now. I know that what the attitude is. Yeah. yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. I've cancel those lawsuits, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I've never been to China, so I could I'd be like talking to go, would you? rubbish. I like the I like this I like this idea about attitude to art. And when you look at paintings, I like Banksy. Do you like Banksy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's done that one again. We don't know when this is going out. It might be 
Might be another universe. Okay, another, <laughs> I hope it's there. When, when do you think this will go out, Paul? Will it be for the next millennium? I hope everywhere it goes out, they know where Banksy is <laughs> and it's still going. I just, yeah, that's right. Banksy will still be going. Yeah. Come on, people, because I'm telling you now, um, Jack, people listen to this in New York. Yeah. I, uh, you know Banksy, don't they? Of course they know Banksy. They know him personally. But the recent one he's done, it was for Valentine's Day. Have you seen it? And he said, a little girl catapulting her heart that breaks oh, against the wall and saw oh. flowers. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jack, they've already started defacing yeah. it. Right. Why do people do that? Defacing graffiti, huh? I just, well, yeah, it's graffiti, graffiti. I imagine the only excuse is they don't know who he is or why it's important, but there's still no excuse. Of course they know, that's why they're pinching it. Maybe. Mm. And actually, if it was in China, they'd say, well, we could just copy it anyway. Now, I want to talk to you now, then, Jack, (laughs) about your music, and because what you, in other words, shut up, Paul. Hey? I want to talk to Jack now. (sighs) Okay. Was I I talking? I thought I was sitting silently. Well, you were talking all about. Yeah, you've said quite a lot this okay. morning. I can put, you can fade my mic down if you want. <laughs> no, it's all right. Now and then you make sense. <laughs> I mean, oh. Now, there he is again. Now, listen, I'm talking to Jack now. Okay. So your music, yeah. tell us about it, really, because your whole life's about your music, really, and you teach it and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I teach kids as well, little kids get involved in music, yeah. And why uh, do you do that? Why? Um... <laughs> Well, and, uh, you know, it's good, isn't it? Pass it on to other people, I oh, think. Right, I think okay. it's... Uh, especially when uh, there's lots of ways that people engage with music and there's an academic way of doing it, of uh, reading it and learning all the scales or whatever. But uh, I think sometimes people are put off by that. Yeah. So when people at a young age are aware, you can do all sorts of different ways of making music when it's just part of life. It's quite... It's quite handy. I think that's good to say you don't have to know all the language of it to be able to do it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, because I know a lot of, well, a fair bit of theory and stuff of how it's done nowadays, but uh, I wouldn't say it's helped that much. It's not something that's natural to me. So when you started, it was just you Mm -hmm. learning for yourself. You weren't looking at them crotchets and all them things. I remember, yeah, exactly, I wasn't. But I remember learning recorder at school and... uh, I thought it was dreadful, but I... Uh, oh. <laughs> Usually is. Well, I, I thought so, but some people like it. But if it what was just that, What do you mean? That, it was dreadful. The sound of it was dreadful. You were it. dreadful, or just the it instrument was, was dreadful. dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> all three. Three in one and one in three. Dreadful. All of it was dreadful. People move on for a reason to other instruments. Yeah, yeah, well... But why do they always start with that with kids then? Is that what we're trying to get rid of a lot of kids from playing? Yeah. Some survey said it put off about 90% of (laughs) kids from playing an instrument. (laughs) They would have bothered, but the recorder was dreadful. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So that would have put you off, but actually it did. You sort well, of thought to yourself, it must yeah. be better than this. Well, I got into music through um, singing anyway. I didn't oh, think I needed right. to bother with an instrument. <laughs> and then, um, and then obviously. Well, the X Factor. Yeah. But people, um, you know, obviously you need music. You can't persuade people to play your songs when they've no way of hearing it. So you need to learn how to play a guitar. This is very basic stuff. No, I like the, what, what you're saying. I know, but I like, it, I like it. What you're saying is you only really start to play music to frame your own singing. Yeah. And is that still how you feel? Uh, not completely, but 
basically. I like people singing and putting on a show and I do, I dancing about and, and all this, you know. Can you remember <laughs> the very first song you wrote? Yeah, it was called Conversation Can of the Band. Can you sing it to Oh, <laughs> Conversation of the Band. Throwing darts from side to side on the silky sand. Conversation of the band. Then I did something that was very clever. Go on, do I it. I said, not a rubber band, but a musical band. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you at the time? I was eight. Oh. You were know, absolutely brilliant and it's great that you... I can remember a song I wrote with it. I like pigs. I like pigs. I like the way they go. Digga, digga, dig. <laughs> And how old were you at the time? I don't know, I'm about six or seven. <laughs> yeah. But dig it used to properly make me laugh. Yeah. Because pigs don't go necessarily dig a dig, but they kind of do a bit. I like <laughs> pigs. I like pigs. Let's do well. They go dig a dig a dig. Wonders for our music license yeah, on the podcast. Is, well, yeah. this is all original stuff, and Paul. And no music. That's and tell mm. China. We're, we're, try, we're, try, we're doing the Chinese way, isn't it? They're busy covering it already. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're all singing it now, the band song, the pig <laughs> song. <laughs> and where did you perform it? At school, in the playground, in maths. I was very bad at maths. <laughs> so I um, oh, I started singing because my mind would wander. So I'd be going, conversation with the band. You know, banging on the table like that. Conversation with the band. Yeah. So, um, what type of band? <laughs> a rubber no, band. A rubber no, not band. a rubber band. Yeah. So, yeah, so you get, we both get thrown out. Yeah, well, singing. the teacher said something like, oh, I like that. Why don't you uh, sing that to the class? Did that? So that's I, very nice of the teacher. Yeah, I, I don't know why she did that, but it was, it was very time. encouraging for me. Do you think she was being sarcastic? Why don't you, Jack? <laughs> yeah. In maths, sing that song to the rest <laughs> of the class. But that's exactly what yeah, you did. Took it literally. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. She. I remember she was called Mrs. Field, mm-hmm. and I thought I should thank her at some point. And I'd forgotten to until now. So. I am so pleased that the go. Barbara Nice podcast is doing <laughs> yeah. that. Where does she live, Mrs. Field? Well, she lived in um, she lived in Catsall, which is in Bromsgrove. Is that where you're from, Bromsgrove? Yeah. Right. If there's any relatives of Mrs. Field, what was the school, love? Catsall Middle School. Right, nice and straightforward. The place is in the name. Yeah. Catsfield Middle School. Jack Goodall saying thanks because you mm-hmm. were. I bet she didn't know that she was. Kicking off your career, really. Did you like that moment when you stood up? As yeah, well? I loved it. Yeah, it's Aww. great. And then I used to go in in the playground and I used to play an assembly and things. And and there was a teacher called Mr. Poulter. I'm not thanking him so much. Right. Um, <laughs> Who I love. No, he was all right. Crowds would gather round and eventually there's other people. <laughs> so that, I make you sound, that, sound like a young Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, he seems to be in the playground. Let's go and sit with him. Yeah. See if anything comes out. He might mention buttons again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crowds would gather. Go on. The crowds would gather around, <laughs> and they'd only have one piece of bread. But when they... <laughs> go on, and, um, go on, love. No, what was it? Oh, and and because other people had joined, and they didn't even know what was going on eventually. They've, they've they most of the come. schools there and they just come like cute, I think some it? people would assume there's a riot going on or something. Just so some we get a bit rough. Get a bit boisterous. And, uh, <laughs> and this teacher, Mr. Poulter, came to break it up and he said, If you want to sing, you should join the choir. <laughs> and I said, oh, I don't want to join the choir. Yeah. How old were you now? Honestly. About nine or something. It's unbelievable. Okay, so you didn't join did you join the choir though? Um 
I did in high school, but that was the yeah, but not because yeah, because Mr. Poulter cool telling kids. you was another reason for you not to join it. Yeah, well, they wasn't it wouldn't have been cool then, would it? No, the little kids singing. So know, all this Jesus. time you're you're performing, you're doing stuff. Where yeah. are, did you do stuff at home? Yeah, yeah, and then I started recording as well oh. with my friend Will, who was an amazing pianist. Oh. Um, do you still see Will? Sometimes, but not much. Right. And where would you do this recording? In a shed, like in his <laughs> house, which was a big farm, and we still live there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice around Bromsgrove, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so. It is, it is, so it's nice, yeah. it's rural, so you could have a farmhouse around there. Yeah. Did So you and Will found each other. I think it's very interesting now, people who are sort of creative and want to find themselves at six writing songs, can't find other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then you could to secondary school and you're still performing what's your outlets then at secondary school would you say well that was just the playground and stuff <laughs> you've always been a playground player <laughs> i'm still in the playground oh, absolutely I can't love no. it <laughs> 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 well we right, had, okay we had primary middle and high school Ooh. in worcestershire all in so the same playground different... or was it three different playgrounds? no that's three different schools oh right different system right yeah. So he's playing the playground, which is the right expression, isn't it? Let's play in the playground. Yeah. And then were you beginning to sort of get more academic about it? Maybe slowly, I don't know. Oh, but All right, so you're fairly anti-academic. <laughs> I'm glad about that. I'm the same. I think we're just organic, really. Kind of. Well, I've heard some of your songs. When oh, um, I like pigs. <laughs> not, not that one, no. No one's heard that one for years. <laughs> The Ever Reddies? Oh, no. right. Well, none of them are strictly my songs. Are they not? No, oh. I didn't write any of them. I was always sort of on the side with the tambourine. Yeah. Oh. But what did you think? Because we had... I thought they were great. Interesting, weren't they? Fun, when, they were always a good when laugh. Dog did them, yeah, Dermot. Dermot, yeah. Dog Walker. Mm. They were always a good laugh, and one of the things that were interesting is music. I'm always interested in comedy, so even mm-hmm. I like pigs. I like <laughs> pigs, I like the way they go, digger, digger, dig. It was a funny song. So I'm fascinated. How much would you say that you're interested in giving people a laugh when you're on stage? Um, well, they don't have to no, be having a laugh, no. but um, I've seen some performers, you know, Jack White, the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he just does... Don't really know who he is. I've just said, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's I've got to be honest. I found myself getting show busy going, oh, yeah, Jack. Oh, yeah. I don't know who he is. <laughs> no, well, he's he's very good, but the, it, was, it was just he plays and there's nothing else. Mm. And I thought... When I saw him, I thought, well, I can't do a show like that where he's just song next, you know. Like, yeah. right, he almost looks sort of angrily you. at the audience because you've got angry music. Right, I get you. So, it, it, so as a role model of telling you what not to do, you thought, yeah. <laughs> I saw that, I thought, I'm not doing that. Yeah, So yeah. Where would, who else has made you think, I'm not doing that, and who's made you think, I want to do a bit of that? Um, well, I saw Rufus Wainwright. Um, who's his dad? Loudon, Loudon right. Right, okay. yeah, and Rufus is a great performer. Right, um, but he did one show where his band, which has got his friends in it and uh, people that he's grown up with, like um, Teddy Thompson, which is R- Richard Thompson's son. Oh, so that's his kids. best friend. That's oh. nice. Well, that makes sense because he would all have been knocking around, going to birthday parties together. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. makes sense playing past the past. Playgrounds, com- competing yeah. with their dads. <laughs> um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so that they they felt like they were a big family, and it was very funny. You know, he got the audience up on stage like you do to yeah, do. Yeah, I a, like doing that. Like yeah. an impromptu musical mm. 
thing and he, he, he uh, Rufus said oh we've got to sway this way and then that one and, and uh, he says this is a boat we didn't have the budget for but anything. they made a boat yeah wow yeah. lovely where did you see all this Symphony Hall Mm. Oh, it sounds very good fun. I and I think I would like it. And it's interesting, isn't it, when you see something like that and you think, oh, that's good. Yeah, because it involved everyone that was in his band performing earlier and did their own songs and all singing together. And I just thought, wow, that would be an idea. Like, what fun to go on tour like that. Have you ever done anything like that, approaching that on stage? Yeah, yeah, oh, we've, we've um, with some of my friends, you know, we've, um, like we were saying earlier, Paul with uh, Layla Touch, she's... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aww. I sometimes play with her and there's Anne-Marie and, and uh, that's Anne-Marie Allen and yeah. Dominic James Hyde and uh, all, good. all these people, they're all sort of... Paul seems to know, I've got no idea together. you're talking about, love. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good, good, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if you want the story. But I know Lady's your girlfriend, isn't she? No, 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 she's not. Oh, no. right, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, dear. Oh, right, no, take that out. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut it out. Right, more work for me in oh, the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you want the story, though, but... Uh, no, not if it's like that. It, it, the story... <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, all right. Delete. Sorry, that's sorry, story, everybody involved. Sorry. The story was though that uh, for the Christmas gig, yeah, it was nearly Layla and ended up being you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a very last there minute. We go. That's what she told me. Yeah. Uh, oh, she told you. She's good. She's good. She said that's supposed to be me. That. Yeah. She said well, she could have been me. <laughs> so you go out and you do all the. You see, you've absolutely started to try and do that kind of thing. I'm so pleased because I think sometimes we've got these ideas, and there might be people listening. So I'm going, I've got ideas, and I wanted. You've got to try them out. Is don't you yeah. think that's true? There's a difference between having ideas like like you've got chicken pox and something, <laughs> I can't go out, or you're poorly in some way, and you think, I've got all these ideas. But if you don't put them into action, mm. you, you just stay in your own air, don't you? Well, Do you know what I mean? A lot of people... Like with your show, getting the audience on your side is the thing. If you're trying things out and the audience aren't with you, it's going to be you've got a right to. pain. But if they are, you could do anything. Yeah, it's well, a psychological it's... thing, really. I mean, I did this jig last night and there's a big load of people there. The little, it's a little bit of me thinking, all oh, right, they're all sat down now, happy in the dark, and in a minute I'm going to get them to <laughs> become a big curling team. <laughs> and a little bit of me goes, oh, I'm a bit frightened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's sort of like going up a big mountain. <laughs> but what is interesting, there's a moment when I go on and can see people thinking, oh, what's happening? But you've got to hold your nerve because it's a moment when they go, all right, I am going to stand up and pretend I'm brushing. <laughs> and it's quite magic, that change. And do you feel like that with an audience? Because you get up, don't you? In lots of different situations. I saw you at the old mo, and you were with another girl then. That's not your girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. You want me to cut something? Don't back-reference it. <laughs> oh, matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> but I did see in the pub, that was your girlfriend. At the station. <laughs> How many people? Came back for a glove. <laughs> no, no, I better shut just, up. Oh. No, I just got the one. I was just doing a, a one since the one guy. I thought um, he was telling me to shut up. No, no, no. The, uh, <laughs> the international uh, language of the body, ladies um, and gentlemen. I went for a glove. <laughs> I w- that's your left girlfriend. a glove there, probably. Yeah, the station. That was recently, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That a lovely was... name, recently. She's a lovely woman. <laughs> recently. <laughs> My girlfriend, recently. Yeah. She's a lovely girl. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, dear, dear. Well, I was saying that when you're on stage and you stand up and you 
again, with what you do, you've got to get the audience on, st- on side. Are you aware of any tricks you used or any things you put into place to get them to have the confidence in you? Like, obviously, your set list, you choose your set list very carefully, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd say there's, there's any tricks, right. um, but in the last show we did, we had a guest book. So people could make their comments about what they thought of it, <laughs> well, and we had, we mentioned that um, early on. So I suppose if you say that, then people are watching, thinking, "What do I think of this?" So ah, oh, that's brilliant. They're sort of critical, but so what you're doing is you're thinking outside the straightforward. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I like I the idea know. of the guest book and playing around. Have, and you, have you ever done a so far sounds? Which no, is no. Gigs that are, people are told not to be on the phone, pay attention to the, and it's like gigs in different places where you wouldn't expect gigs. Yeah. I think Layla's done one, but yeah. ask her. Yeah. Ask one of it. your girlfriends. Love <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh dear, you've been in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting to me is that there's a, a there, I think there's a kind of an, a new, like this always happens, doesn't it? But there's a new crew of people coming up, playing music in Birmingham. And I know that you know and Andy Wicketts, who's been mm-hmm. on here, and he said to you, didn't he, because you messed with a party, yeah. stop playing in the south of Birmingham. <laughs> he says, you're all in a cocoon round here. Right. This is, go on. You've, you know, you're in your little idyllic world, Mosley. He says, you come up north Birmingham. Um, <laughs> we'll see you. Come, come to Erdington, which, <laughs> which I have played in Erdington, um, but I would like to do more. Yeah, if now interested. Er- Erdington's. I turned on the Christmas lights at Erdington, yeah. and there is a lot going on. I'm sorry if you're living outside Bang, you think, well, the piggy next to Erdington. <laughs> There'll be an Erdington where you live, or <laughs> Or if you live in the south of Birmingham, you're thinking, where? Well, they- <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like it. Like- so, what do you- I really liked it. It was in the shopping centre, and there's a lad there called Joe. What's his second name? Baker Sullivan. Right, now, if you don't know Joe Baker Sullivan, you should do. He's a good lad, isn't he? He's fabulous. What yeah. do you think so good about him? What's he doing? Let people know who don't know him. Um, he gets involved in loads of musical projects. He does a lot of community things in churches and events like this. He organises things as well. Um, but he's sort of very artistic in his own right. I saw him on Friday night playing with uh, my friend Elias and he was playing the accordion and the... A tin pipe and, and also in he, when he did one of his own songs he got up and he was moving around the room with his accord you know hey oh god I shouldn't do that no, <laughs> <laughs> um, his sound quality would be better yeah <laughs> you know, um, yeah so that was great he's, it gets everyone going people he, love Job he's very lovable isn't he he's mm-hmm. got something about him he's got it mm-hmm. and I like this thing that you said you were going to this thing on Friday night and all this was going on I get the feeling sometimes there's loads of stuff going on, but not everybody knows about it. Mm. How do you think people can find out more? What can we do about communicating what's going on? I know people try, I know that. How do you find out? Um, there's certain people that tend to know what's going on know, anyway. Yeah. And they tend, they're not always people that are online. Some of my, some of my friends are like, oh, this is going on. You just you just hear about it. A lot of it's been in the right place at the right time. That's not very helpful advice, is it? There's also the internet. I, um, I ha- no, well, I think the first lot is very true. That is exactly how it happens. But you've got to be at the party to hear about the next party kind yeah. of thing, haven't you? I think it's interesting because often, if I've, sometimes I think I'd love to go and just do something really interesting tonight, something different. And I, I can never really find out where it, where it is. But not, that's just an issue generally, I think, of people mm. going, I'd like to do something interesting, what do I do? 
have you got any to, from radio? Do any listings, Paul? Yeah, we could be to sort of try and keep up with the I local it, scene. I honestly think it would be really good. Just I know, I know what you're saying. Not mm. everybody's online, and you, and yeah. you don't want them to be. But I just think there's something frustrating when you when you describe that night. Then Tim yeah. Wilson accordion him jumping around was going. Wish I'd been there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what well, I mean? It was packed. <laughs> Where was it? It was the Mixed Cafe, which used to be the Ort. Oh, oh, on Friday, I did know about it. I didn't did. come. Oh, yeah. it I good. thought it was a theatre thing. Yeah. Oh, no. It was um, his album launch. But um, I wish I'd have been there. Was it? Re- I'm it sorry, everybody listening to me going, oh, <laughs> but I think you all identify with this thinking, why didn't it go? <laughs> I'm telling you, get out there. Going out, I think, is one of the most wonderful things. Well, we'll never kind of remember staying in. You only remember the nights you went out. Really, mm, yeah. Well, this used to be the Orc Cafe, yeah, which is now well. the Gap or the Mix. Well, I think it's, it's both, isn't it? I'm glad it was packed. I'm glad people are going. Yeah. Do you think more? I think there's this kind of not that you ever went away. There's more people wanting to go out and listen to people doing their own thing these days. Do you think? I don't know, because it, know. it yeah. <laughs> no help. No, um, I like this honesty, it, it's my shit. The, people say there's a lot more people going out for live music nowadays, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not really convinced. I think some of the big acts, that's the case for them, Ed Sheeran and uh, mm. and people like that, but the, the, the fact they're so unfamiliar with going out is why they can charge so much for tickets, oh. because... I've got a friend who bought tickets to see uh, Jack, what, what's his name, some some singer, um, and uh, and she paid fifty pounds for them, and uh, and then she realised that that's not the official ticket site, and Oof. it's just because people can now do that because they don't a lot of people don't regularly go and see shows, yeah. so they pay loads for a ticket and they think it's a normal that's price, right, so it's so people... exploitative really. You've actually put a finger on a very important button there, saying because we're out of the habit of going out, we don't know how much it costs and it can get ripped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like if you never go shopping for <coughs> eggs and you go for eggs and somebody and you say, how much is half a dozen eggs? And you go, £50, pound, love. You go, oh, all right, that must be right then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, mm, we've got to keep our wits about us, haven't we? And I think music helps us keep our wits about us. When you're writing songs, do you, do you feel like the subject matter... Is, is something that's important to you? Yeah, some of my songs are a bit um, surreal or they're not obvious what they're on about, but I, for me it's really important. I had this conversation with someone recently and um, they were talking about some music, you know, dubby music, whatever. It's about the sound system, how, how great it sounds. Mm-hmm. And for me, though I, I love... A, some great producers and electronic music. Uh, if it hasn't got a sort of drive to it, an energy or purposefulness, it kind of it feels like, why do they bother making it? I, I mean, it, obviously, yeah. it's just how I think about stuff. And not everything has to be poetry or lyrics that really hit you hard or whatever. But what I love about songs is that someone's written something that perhaps you had in your head but you never articulated or mm. it's just got mm. it's that moment of um of, of understanding that's the purpose of art yeah i think it, i think it's really interesting this idea why did they bother otherwise <laughs> yeah would you mind playing a dad <laughs> doing a bit of a song that maybe you've written recently that has mm. got some sense of purpose behind it um is it all right to make you do that yeah, yeah. Right. okay 
Right, I, I need to get my a, guitar. Yeah, it's late. I'll just chat while he gets his <laughs> stuff out. Don't be now live, listen, but... I must have a quick word with Paul because oh, I know hello. Paul gets very, very worried about legality. Yes, we need he le- was in trouble quite a while with Grattan's catalogue and I got him out. <laughs> Paul, how are we now if he plays his own music? I will, I will need a full written disclaimer and a right. signature. With and a decent Yeah, just to make sure that no one, you know, it's on my back. Why it's do me. you think podcasts can't have music in them? I don't mean why do you think. I but know why. why. The, right, right, Because right. people can download them. It's the downloading that's the issue. So then you've got oh. a copy of someone's song for free. Right. Oh, right. Now so. listen, like the Chinese way. Yeah. Listen, did you hear what he said? The you reason can... why the, they've been worried about music on podcasts is there's no way that people can't download... Do, what's it called? Download. Do, thanks, love. Right. You have download to download it for free. So are you all right if people... I'm all right with pigs. Dig a dig a dig. I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> you see what he means? Got, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. But what does it matter anyway well, if you future, download it? When he's a big recording artist, he might want to charge for this song on some yeah. sort of official capacity. But and people will be like, well, I've got it for free. Oh, the low, like, listen. How many listeners have we got, really? Loads. I know what, low. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Enough to take money out of his p- pocket. Are you all right with it? I'm fine with that because uh, I feel like... Most people have the internet on their phones yeah. anyway. So if they're going to download <laughs> it, they may as well just listen to it and they can do it for free. <laughs> and then, absolutely. Then if it's online, then, if it's on Apple. or You're absolutely right. Have I, you got a Patreon or a Ko-fi or whatever these people oh, have these days? No. No? So just give me I had money. a Patreon barely <laughs> taken out. Right, here we go. <laughs> right, let me just get the mics ready. This bit won't be on the podcast. Okay. I think it should be on the podcast. It's interesting that Paul thinks when something's not technically correct, it shouldn't be on the podcast, but I disagree. Mm. Oh, well, that's good. Well, he said that's a a benefit to everybody who are off the mic, Paul. Shall I move this one back a bit? Yeah. Is this all right? So so we are going to have this now. This is the very first time we've had some live music on the podcast. It's very good. Thank you. So talk us, give us... Tell us a bit, anything you think we need to know, and we'll shut up, particularly you, Paul. Um, Go on. <laughs> he hasn't got a mic anyway. I know, I know. Um, it's a good implant. This is a song called Nobody Saw, and I can't tell you what it's about because I don't know, but it seemed like um, the words, oh, um, it, they just all came out very quickly, you know. About as, it took about as long to vice as it does to listen to.
heavy that was it's quite full on wasn't it it was lovely well what's wrong with that there's not wrong with that well okay life's heavy what so you wrote it dead quick all in one go Mm -hmm. and did you have any idea that you were gonna write it what happened did you just suddenly come out of you yeah i think so yeah and some songs take ages or years and you say you don't know what it's about really but it seems to be about living now it's very about much about living now isn't it yep and Microsoft, mention Microsoft. Yeah, we allowed to mention that. Cool. I don't know. I'm going to say it a few times. Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft. And then I'm going to push. I'm going to push Disney. Yeah. Microsoft. They're <laughs> they need all some looking. Help, don't they? yeah. Well, what they do, they're always searching for these words, aren't they? Disney, <laughs> Microsoft, Let It Go, Google, Google. Yeah. Just throw all these words. And you can do nothing these days, can you? Without everybody, every move we make. <laughs> yeah. Every da da da. Every da da da, they're watching you, which is a bad thing and a good thing. I'm do a gag now. You realised they were going to use that. <laughs> yeah, Every, right. get a few words wrong deliberately. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, just kind of get yourself off that hook. So when you was playing, I know you was probably concentrating, thinking, oh, I'm going to too loud, I'll put my head back now and all that kind of thing. That's is why it it's saying, big... are you like me? Do you feel like me? Yeah, is that one exactly. Of the that's, that's, the, that's the big thought, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. And success is very interesting. You didn't hear, and again, I don't know when this podcast is going to go out. It could be in another galaxy. But did you hear Ian Wright on Desert Island Discs? And no. if you didn't, then you can either go and catch up. Well, with he was, it was a very beautiful thing. He was crying right from the beginning, to be honest. He's, he's a footballer. Did you know, did you know that? You know, I know in, nothing about Well, it's interesting because, yeah, I know. Yeah, he is a footballer. The but you, you know, and you know. <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? We're coming together. And I think that is a thing to be worried about, really. If you get to a place, a successful place, where everybody's going, oh, yes, oh, yeah, you're brilliant, you know. I don't think that's very healthy. Really. Yeah. Well, judgment's really important, isn't it? Yeah. And your taste, I, I think, and there's some musicians like Prince where he releases anything and and it's, you know, impressive, but not always that tasteful. Or it's like, what? In, in my opinion, no, you know, it's kind of like all over the place. Do you think he was doing that for tax reasons? I think he was, <laughs> I think he was fi- yeah, we've got to give you a word it's here first. I think he was in a financial mess. I think when you see lots of people putting a lot of business, if you see people going on tour, for example, who's not been on tour for a long time, just before Christmas, is a tax thing, love. Yeah. <laughs> you saw my Christmas gig, didn't you? Love? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I wonder whether with Prince it was that he needed the money and he just took it. So in a way, it's nice not to need the I money. I wouldn't have thought so, because he, he, he wrote for so many other people that had think, massive hits. <laughs> so you think I'm the first person that says it? First, first and last Prince was hard up. 
mean, he, he had um, <laughs> he had a production line of for, of clothes in his own house oh, right. in case he wanted to wear them. And, Again, a sign that he was poor, I mean, a very then, poor fella. But yeah, sometimes people that have a huge, a huge outlay of money. Uh, are very hard up, but I don't think he was poor. Well, he no. fell out with his record label, didn't he? So we had to change his name. <laughs> That's what yeah, I yeah. was worried yeah. about that he might have gone through some <laughs> sewing and to think of his having to make his own clothes on a sewing machine <laughs> in the back room. Love sewing or sewing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you um, really made me I don't, I don't think he was hard up at all. <laughs> right, I like, I think I like he... it when I'm saying things to, <laughs> to Jack and his face is going, she hasn't just said that, she can't make <laughs> you believe it. So no one called Prince has got to be hard up. Well, yeah. that's again people who are trying to big himself up. No, it was his real name. <laughs> he didn't like me. it. Yeah. He was born Prince. Yeah, yeah, he thought it was ridiculous. One of the reasons why he was quite willing to change his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, formerly known as. Yeah. Mm. Then you think he grew into his name. Well, yeah. Was, how do you know all this about Prince? Is he one of your heroes? Uh, he is, yeah, yeah. Oh, Prince. I like, oh, yeah. Mm. I like 1999. Yeah. It's a good year. I'm back, da da beret, da 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 da. Can't get on this one either. <laughs> I love his hits, Bradbury Beret, 1998, Purple Run. Oh, that is brilliant. Jack likes to, why don't me and you do a jig together? Don't you think it'd be good? Because yeah, I could good. be another of your girlfriends. <laughs> and that's what this is all about. I've only got one. <laughs> Two now, I'm afraid. There's only ever been one. There's only ever been one. Oh, bless her. We're right, we've been talking for Gavin for a long time. Let's finish with a song. Right, when I said to you, because sorry, my boss has said, bring your guitar, and then yeah. Paul was saying, we can't have guitars because of <laughs> We're just doing it, we take risks, we do our picking own thing in this shed, we don't care. Google. Yeah, I'll say bye now then, because my microphone's going. Is this one of going. my songs or your songs? <laughs> do, do the pig song. One do the pig. <laughs> I like pigs. Digga, digga, digga. Digga, digga, That's that one done. Um, no, I haven't got any songs, really. Is there one we can do together? Let's do a cover of Prince. Blackberry Beret. <laughs> Let's do Blackberry Beret. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called, Pragberry or Blackberry? What you want you thinking of the best? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thanks very much to the wonderful Jack Goodall <laughs> and my lovely lad Paul, who've been in his shed. The neighbours have been knocking on the wall saying, we're playing music, we're going to tell Google. We don't care. <laughs> and here's my Jack's version of the Prince's Blackberry... Blackberry Beret. Beret. <laughs> Pick it up. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. We haven't got time for the old bloody song. She wore the black berry beret. <laughs> In a second hand shop. Blackberry beret. See you, thanks so much. So thanks for listening. We had a right good laugh with Jack, and I thought the songs were brilliant. And if you want to download. I like pigs. <laughs> I like pigs. Help yourself. So, <laughs> what I'd like to say is that you can see Jack, because it's all about live entertainment, really. So you can see Jack. He's doing a thing called Music on the Roof in the wonderful Borsalith on Brighton Road on August the 30th. But sooner than that, on the 4th of April, he's at the brilliant station, the Station Hotel Kings Heath. They do a load of live stuff there. If you like it live, get there and over to paul who's going to do the admin also he wants you to follow him and facebook at jack goodall music 
But for our admin, so I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you do like it, do give us a rating on your favourite podcast app, especially if it's iTunes, give us a rating and a review. Five stars, that's the right amount of stars. So if you're on iTunes, you can download us on the Brum Radio website. If you're on the Brum Radio website, you can download us on iTunes, etc. Follow the podcast on our new social media at Podcast Nice where I will be running that for Barbara. Thanks for doing that. Lee. It's okay. It just keeps it out of your hair, doesn't it? Yeah, I've got enough to pick into. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, if you want to comment on Jack Goodall or anything on the podcast, maybe we'll read out your comments at Podcast Nice. Do give us a follow and uh, do follow Brum Radio and the Brum Podcast Studios, which is where the shed is located. Thanks. He's a lovely lad. All right, kids. Take care. Stay cool. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.